You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. Well, as mentioned, today we're bringing context, we're bringing history to the Cook sister and the Koo sister. There have been arguments about which came first, which influenced the other, and um, this insistence that that the similarity in, in, in the name is merely coincidence. So for those of you who are not familiar with either one of these confectionery treats, let me just quickly break it down. A cook sister is a traditional Africana confectionery, which is made of fried doughs infused in syrup or honey. Um, and then a cook sister is a traditional Cape Malay pastry, um, also often described as um, a spicy. It's got some cinnamon in there. I don't know what the other collection of uh, spices are, but can always taste the cinnamon. It's like a cinnamon dumpling um, with a cake-like texture. And it's finished off with a sprinkle uh, of coconut. Um, there's a book called The Boer Kitchen, and it looks at heritage recipes and also true stories that have been gathered from the aunties in the area. And it says that the name of the Cape Malay Koo sister is said to describe polite gossiping amongst the spinsters. <laughs> and of course, it's got it, it, there's, there's the Cook sister, which is derived from the Dutch word cookie, cookie. Is it, am I saying it correctly? It's like cook with the J-E. Um, so we are speaking to uh, Anna Trapido this afternoon. She's a food anthropologist. And I'd love to have your calls about where you get the best cook sister, where you get the best coo sister. Uh, I know that the coo sister is the best way to get naughty, especially on a Saturday morning, just to have them for breakfast with a hot cup of rooibos. It's just satisfaction. Anna, good afternoon. Hello. Thanks for joining us on this one, because um, these are two very different confectionaries in taste and appearance. But there is a little bit of a tussle around whether they influenced each other and which came first. So what has been what has what has this food fight been about? Well, look, I mean, I think I actually think that they are of course they're different but they're also quite similar and that what they the the desire that different communities in cape town because this really is a cape town squabble Mm -hmm. have to say no they're very different you know that, that both the people and these two kind of delicious um sweet things are, you know, that, that, that there's all sorts of overlap in both the, the dessert and the people, and quite often neither side wants to recognize that about either themselves or the dessert. But, I mean, they are both fried and dipped in syrup, you know, that, that at their core they are relatively similar, you know, that, that obviously the, the one that um, is made by people who self-identify as white Afrikaners comes in a twisted or plaited shape, and the one that people who self-identify as Cape Malay comes in a sort of rugby ball oval shape, like little kind of egg shape. Yeah. And, but, and, you know, that they do have different spices. There's always nachi peel and cardamom in the Cape Malay ones. They, you know, obviously there's the rolling in coconut. But at their core, they are, I think, a, a thing that has... You know, they are Asian origin um, fried dough balls that are dipped in syrup. Um, they are both that. Um, mm-hmm. But that n- neither the 
kind of kept the Cook sister with a K version or the Ku sister exist either in Holland or anywhere in Asia in the in that form. Mm-hmm. They were born in South Africa. That they um, have um, an entirely, you know, South African origin, and they, you know, that. that, that they are a fusion food born here, you know, mm-hmm. that they're, they're neither Asian nor Dutch. So to have that sort of fight about, you know, who brought them with from, you know, somewhere else, it's just nonsense because both of these things were, were born in Cape Town. Yes, yes. Uh, and the similarity in the names doesn't help in the cause, does it? Well, I mean, I think, you know, the story I've always been told is that the the kind of sister part is about the fact that when they hit the hot oil, both doughs go, oh, you know, that, that um, so that it, it's about the fact that they are, are you know, that, that in, the, in their method, they are profoundly similar, um, that. I think that, that they are both fabulous and that mm-hmm. really, you know, they've got caught up in, in, in a proxy fight, essentially. You know, that, that, that Cape Town is, you know, historically this was a slave society, that there were enslaved Asian people and Dutch slave owners living in close proximity, that there is fusion in genes and in food culture um, that happens in that space. Um, and, you know, as a result, you know, this, there's a whole lot of unresolved issues that people put on, on the cookies. So that, you know, w- w- when we fight about who did it first and, mm-hmm. you know, who's are better and all of that, actually those are kind of deep pain around being a post-slavery, post-colonial, post-apartheid city um, where there are strong senses of exploitation and a failure to acknowledge contributions and, you know, somehow that's all being put onto the dessert um, and because, you know, food is just material culture, you know, that it manifests, it is, we are what we eat and so we put all of that out there in everything we do, that they are completely delicious, that oh. the sister version, yeah. I, last week, I was so excited because it's actually very hard to get decent sisters <laughs> in Johannesburg um, just because they are so regionally specific, you know. And the hence my sister, question, Anna, because I know exactly where to get them when I'm in Cape Town. I found them, I I found Where? them. I'm so excited. I'm afraid I bought every single one. <laughs> if you go to the Johannesburg Culinary and Pastry School, oh. um, they have a funny little stall out front that actually the security guard runs. So at 85 Commissioner Street, there is a stall with all the stuff that the students make mm-hmm. um, being sold out the front. And they sell sisters. So proper Cape Malay, Nachi peel, rolled in coconut deliciousness, that kind of spongy texture rather yes. than the crunchiness of the cook sister that they are seven rand each and wow. they i'm sure they have restocked by now but i was so excited i bought every single one that <laughs> did i think that the guy at the stall I, he kind of didn't understand that i meant i want all of them um, <laughs> but they are hard to get in in Jova, yes. and you know when you see them you must a love the pastry chef who has made them and b buy every single one yes well we're um, putting out to about 10 minutes in our house well incredible. that's the thing i was about to ask you how many did you have in a go i well i had one and then my teenager 
kind of swooped in with his friends. Mm -hmm. And when I looked again, there were none left. (laughs) So, I mean, I really did come home with a huge bag of them, but they all went down teenage gullets, I'm afraid. Yes. Well, I know you are a guest on this conversation, but I threw out this question a little bit earlier on, right? To say, where are the best uh, Ku sisters in Gauteng? And maybe someone can also answer us about the best cook sisters um, in Gauteng. You can get in touch. But earlier on, I was on Clement's show. I threw that out. And then, guess what? We got a delivery. We got a delivery (laughs) of Ku sisters. Have you got any left? There are some left. I made sure I put them in my bag. No, I made sure I put them in my bag. I offered them around. But I still have some. I'm taking them with me for the weekend. And they were warm. That's the beauty of it. So Henry Isaacs is the man who um, was so generous. I don't know how you sprung so quickly into action, Henry. (laughs) Because just as quickly as as I said it, um, I think 10 minutes later, my producer said, there's someone coming. Someone's coming to bring us co-sisters. Good afternoon, Henry. Good afternoon, Azania. How are you? I am very good. Thank you. So you're the owner of Suburb Co-Sisters. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. Where yes. are you? We service the Santon and the surrounding areas up uh- to Rosebank and Four Ways. And we ensure that we deliver our co-sisters nice and warm. That's the thing. They were still warm. They were still so, like they they just came out of the pot. Yes, definitely, definitely. So they must be... uh, Do you get marriage proposals all the time? (laughs) Do people like, just like... I mean, that that good men are hard to find, but good men who can make crucifixes. A rarity in the Especially in Kauteng. Yes. So Henry, how did you how did you start making them? Like, tell tell me your story. How did you get into making cool well, sisters? The, it, it is a family business. So my sister is a baker, mm. and I do the syruping of the cool sisters, and then we deliver it to our clientele. How many do you deliver in a week, in a day? Can you give us numbers? Well, we we deliver. Um, my sister's based on the East Rand, so mm-hmm. she covers that area. And uh, we do about 150 to 200 dozen a day on a weekend. A weekend. <laughs> on a weekend. On a weekend. On a Sunday, mostly on a Sunday because it's it's in generally a Sunday treat. Mm-hmm. And um, I cover the 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 the, the sand and, and uh, surrounding areas, the suburbs here. Yes. Because there's nobody in. I've I've I've, I've I actually joked with a famous soccer player, and I said he's from Cape Town, and I asked him, "Do you?" Do you would you like to have a co-sister on a Sunday morning? He says yes. Where? Mm-hmm. Because I can't find any, and that's where the the the, the idea to supply co-sisters in the suburbs uh, derived from. Yes, and it's a family recipe. I know it's a family business, but is this a family recipe? Yes, 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 yes. It's a family recipe. My sister don't even want to share it with me. <laughs> Oh, so she'll take okay, it so to we the need to marry your sister, not you. <laughs> yes, so he does is the syrup. Our, 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 our syrup also has got a, a unique recipe. Mm. Um, it's just not just uh, something that's been put together. Yeah. But um, we do, we're looking at it meticulously yes. when we make our syrup. Yeah. So I we hear, Henry, taste. that you, you also advise on how to have them. Oh, we've lost Henry. We've lost Henry. Let's see if we can get him back quickly to finish that conversation. But we've got Imran in Fairlands as well. Hello, Imran. Hi, Abba. How are you? Good. How are you? 
I'm very well, thanks. As a, the place to get in Johannesburg is in the suburb of Florida. There's a place on Goldman Street called Delhi Delicious. Delhi Delicious. Um, yeah, and the guy by the name of Ardil who owns the place makes the best couscous on the planet. Oh, um, wow. they're amazing. And uh, but you can only get them late Saturday afternoons and early Sunday mornings. That's the only time you serve them. Nothing during the week, but yeah, it should Nothing be a treat. Week, it no. should be a treat, Imran. <laughs> yeah, so when do you when do you get naughty? Morning thing. When do you get naughty with the Koo sisters on Sunday? Or is, are you Sunday more of a mornings, Yeah, Sunday yes. mornings after a run. After a run, so you feel like you deserve it. Absolutely. So what's the name of the street again? It's Goldman Street. Goldman Street, and it's called Delhi Delicious. Thanks for putting them on the map for us. Thank you, Imran. No worries. Okay, cool, Thank man. Thank you. Um, Henry, yes, we have you back now, but I know that when, you, when you're about to deliver, uh, you know, you have quite a bit of an instruction that you share with your... Um, uh, with with your customers, what is that? What what, what do you say? Correct, correct. Hmm. When we a minute away from your house, Zania, then we would send an, uh, a WhatsApp to you and say, <laughs> just switch on the kettle so long. <laughs> so by the time the consistors get delivered to your doorstep, then you've got your coffee ready yes. in your warm consistor. Yes. So you don't have to leave your house, actually. No, you in your you. gown, with your cup and the co-sisters <laughs> yes. at your door. There's no Correct. better way to start Correct. a Sunday. Yes. Oh, yes. Henry, I'm going to let you plug the business because you've been so kind and they're absolutely delicious. Um, I've got a friend who actually gifted me these a couple of weeks ago. So when they arrived, I was so excited because I recognized them. I was like, I know these co-sisters. <laughs> okay. I just didn't know that they were yours. So how do our listeners okay. get a hold okay. of you? Uh, they can uh, either WhatsApp me or call us on 073-175-1267. Fantastic. Yes. Thank you so much, Henry. Suburb Suburb Sisters. Suburb Sisters. You're not online on any of the social media platforms? Uh, we are. It is uh, on Instagram. Okay. We are on uh, uh, at Kusister1. Okay. Kusister1 singular yeah. thank you that's henry isaacs the owner of co-owner of suburb coo sisters and that was absolutely lovely we are putting uh, we're putting together a map <laughs> the coo sister yes. map there should be a side project someone yeah. should be dotting them uh, and you just go to that uh, go to that map to see where the nearest one is Yes, you know, like those dating apps where, like, you can tell if there's anybody in the restaurant that's also, um, like, signed up to your particular preferences. But you could have, like, one of those that goes bing bong every time you're near a cruise sister. <laughs> yes. that, um, that sends you a wonderful. little message. That would be wonderful. <laughs> Here's a voice note. Hi, guys. So just to let you know that there's a lady by the name of Shakira and uh, another guy by the name of Ziad, they are in Santon in Kelvin. Uh, on a Sunday, you'd get your Cape Malay Cook Sisters at uh, about 60 rand a dozen, mm. uh, a lot with, uh, along with a lot of other stuff, um, other different pastries and stuff, and they also do normal uh, cooking during the week. And it's uh, the Baker's Express, and they're situated in Kelvin. Just thought I'd let you guys know. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Another one, Baker's Express on the other side. That's in Calvin. And now on to the Cook Sister. How do you like to have it, Anna? You know, I like them 
from the freezer that, that because oh. I mean I think Cook Sisters are fantastic, but they are so sweet mm. that I need a cup of espresso and I need them ice ice cold from the freezer. And I, and I also I like the little ones. I like the ones that are yeah, you know, just, just popping like little twist <laughs> because. I mean, I think they, they are a magnificent thing and their texture is so beautiful and, you know, they really are a, a great world um, confectionery, but they are jolly sweet that, that you will be in a diabetic coma if you <laughs> too many, won't you? So from the freezer is how I like it. Yes. Well, uh, looking at a lot of the recipes on how to make a cook sister and a coo sister, mm. one thing that's common to both of them and what is evident is that they are both an absolute labor of love, but worth every single minute. And I guess that, was, that goes with confectionaries. I got taught a trick um, by my friend who comes from warm baths and she says what you have to do with cook sisters to ensure that you get that really kind of crisp crust mm-hmm. is you have to have two bowls of syrup so you you make your syrup and you keep one of them in the freezer and as you take your um, cook sister out of the hot oil you plunge it into the ice cold syrup because it's the combination of the very hot and the very cold Mm. that makes for that kind of seizing that that causes the super crisp crust that you want because a soggy cook sister with a K is is not a good thing and so what you do is as soon as your um, syrup has got even a little bit warm you take that one out of circulation, put it back in the freezer, and you take the other one out. So you need to be working with two bowls of syrup so that your syrup is always ice cold. And I discovered that once you you know that, actually cook sisters are not so difficult. Mm. Um, that, um, you know, with everything cooking, it's about have you got the right tools and do you know the right method? You yes. need somebody to tell you what the trick is. And after that, most things are relatively simple. And I, I, thanks to Mimi, I know that that is the trick with cook sisters. And hopefully, you get nice crunchy ones. And hopefully, you've got a light touch for that braiding that needs to happen so that the presentation is perfect. Well, but people get very um, kind of uptight about twisting. I can't remember if it's right over left or left over right, but if you do it the wrong way, people get very anxious. And I remember, you know, in Aranya, they have a cook system monument. And the first um, time that the sculptor brought the, the monument, they discovered that he had braided the sculpture backwards <laughs> and it had to be taken away and redone. Oh, my but, goodness. Um, so... Um, yeah, that, that people um, get very, you know, that, that it's, a, it's a serious art to making sure that your twist is right. Yes. Oh, Anna, I know what I'll be doing uh, this afternoon, stuffing my face with the crystals <laughs> that are left. Thank you so much. Thank you. For Better the... eat them quick because otherwise someone else will steal them. They my... are enormously stealable. Namely my children. <laughs> Thank you, Anna. I would be surprised if they made it home. I think Jonathan <laughs> is what you have to worry about. He's already had four. <laughs> Yeah, well, I risked my case. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye. That is chef, author, and food anthropologist Anna Trapedo.